0: Today I'll be talking with Tirth from Amarabad, India. Welcome to the podcast, Tirth. Let's talk.
1: Hey Grant, I'm Tirth from uh, Gujarat, India. Uh, So I'm here to talk about my experience as a citizen of third world country and how it handled the COVID-19 situation.
0: Perfect. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Um, so when it, when the when the virus first first hit, what was your first reaction to what was going on? Uh, for
1: us, it was actually late in uh, late march when the lockdown hit, so we were already expecting some kind of uh, curfew or stay at home situation so we were already prepared with all the necessities and things
0: did um Did you have a lot of people um like here, once our lockdown started, people were just, you know, buying stuff at the stores. Like there was like a mad rush to get toilet paper, sanitizer, um, you know, disinfectant yeah. wipes. And there were big lineups. People mm-hmm. were just hoarding it almost. Uh, did did you experience any yeah. of that sort of stuff over there? Yeah, the same
1: kind of stuff happened over, over here also. There was scarcity of essentials like uh, milk and bread but uh, thankfully there were no toilet papers missing we were, we had yeah. lots of them
0: i was just going to ask what the population is where uh, in in your city it's around 1.5 billion
1: so it's the uh, second largest populated after china
0: okay and 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 like the city you live in like right where you live how how populated is that?
1: it's uh, i don't know exact population but i i must i think it's it would be in 10 to 20 million it's uh, i think seventh okay. seventh seven largest city
0: wow okay that's way bigger than us like where where i live it's only uh maybe 800,000 like we're tiny compared to that like yeah. it's uh also over so here, yeah, that's
1: it, what... here it's a uh, densely populated so there are more people per square kilometer so there are more chances of infection yeah. spreading and all
0: well, and that must have been really scary once, you know, because, I, like, I know when, when when it started for us, we heard, you know, we heard what was going on in China at first on the news, and then we heard, you know, that that Italy was being affected and stuff. And then when it hit the States, that's, that's when it kind of felt close to home for us because we're right next door to the States. But, um, I mean, at first we thought, you know, we heard that if you were, under 70 and, and you didn't have any underlying health conditions that you would be okay. So we, we were, you know, we were still nervous because we knew that, you know, there were people dying and, 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 but, you know, we thought at first that if you got it and, you know, and you were in that category, you would survive, you know, you might get sick, but you'd be okay. And now we know that's not to be true. Like I th- you know anybody can get it and, and anybody, you know, at any age, you know, has been dying. So it wasn't what what it was at first. We found out so much more later, you know. Like it, it's yes. it's so much worse than what it seemed to be at first.
1: Yes, uh, the same thing happened over here also because uh, initially people were not that scared of it. They were like, "It's just a minor infection. It will come and go like just any other disease." Like uh, swine flu. Swine flu is, is a it, it's it's still infecting some people over, but it's not as widespread as COVID. So they were like, there were rumors like uh, by the summer the virus uh, virus will fade off and there wouldn't be much much consequences as much as other countries. They were like uh, in India we, uh we, it's not like m- uh, more of a sanitary place, you know. So they are, we are used to these pathogens, uh, we have hard immunity or something, but uh, it didn't turn out to be true, as uh, uh, there we. Because we must be like uh, third or fourth in COVID infections today.
0: Right. <clears throat> and how fast? How quickly did it spread once it started? Like once it, once it, um, once it started where you are. How, how quickly, you know, did it spread where they really had a problem?
1: Uh, uh, in uh, in starting of April, there were it was spreading fastly, but not that ex- exponentially but uh, during festival seasons like uh, holy this uh, that we have this uh, religious festivals we have holy and uh, diwali all that during that people gathered in uh, mass number so the covid cases were uh, uh, they were found to be spiked and it happened so at that time the government uh, actually started taking it seriously and started imposing hard laws on them
0: so that would be, um, that would be sort of like what our Christmas is here. yes, Like the celebrations there. Okay. So, and that's what we're going through now. Like Christmas was just the other day and I know, you know, we're going to have spikes. I mean, you know, we were supposed to be locked down right now and you're not supposed to be allowed to, to go, um, in other people's homes. Like you're, you you know, we're basically locked down. If you don't live in the same home, you're not supposed to see each other. Um, but I think yeah. a lot of people did, so I think in the next, you know, three weeks we're gonna see a we're gonna see a spike here just yeah. from that.
1: Absolutely. If uh, our Diwali, which is actually actually like Christmas for you guys, after in next week of Diwali only there were like hundred thousand cases in one uh, in span of seven days only. So I think you'd be expecting much larger spike in today's date.
0: Yeah. Yeah and, and it's unfortunate. I mean I you know I I wish people would would have, you know, uh stayed home more, but I guess, you know, some people yeah. just felt it was more important to see family, I guess. I I don't know. Um we stayed home. We didn't get, I, I you know, I didn't I didn't get to see my kids. I didn't uh, you know, we we just uh, we did you know FaceTime on the computer to see them um so we didn't see them we didn't go to their homes they didn't come here um we, you know um, my girlfriend and I were just home by ourselves you know um, yeah like the end of
1: Christmas you're only gonna get this you know so might as well enjoy it
0: yeah and and you know what the the thing that 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 i don't i guess the thing that bothers me about you know everybody that didn't you know, uh, you know, stay home with this is it's only one Christmas next year, we're going to be fine. Like I believe with with the uh, uh, with the vaccines coming, I believe next Christmas, we're going to be okay, we're going to be back, you know, we're we're going to be able to be with our families. So I think it's, it's not hard to give up one Christmas if it means keeping everybody safe till we get the vaccines rolled out properly.
1: Absolutely. But people tend to think that uh... Uh, we, uh, we should might as well live live up to live up to our, uh, whatever we have le- we are left on this earth. Like if we are gonna get infected, we are gonna die. So might as well just meet our family and friends, so that at least we go out happily.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I th- I think a lot of people here, uh, like I, I don't I don't know what it's like, you know, where you are, but here there there are. There's a lot of people that don't believe it. They they think it's not real or they just think it's just a minor flu. They don't they don't see it as being as bad as it is. And you know, a lot of people here refuse to wear masks, they won't yeah. social distance. I mean, and, and that just makes it worse for everybody, but hmm. you know, um Sometimes, you know, I mean, and, and they do hand out fines, and and you know the you know the the government gets involved, but it's just going to make it longer for the rest of us. I think.
1: Yeah, I think when you run out of problems, you actually make new fictional ones. Like wearing a mask is not not really a problem for you. Why do you have to oppose it? Like in our country, wearing a mask is not problem. It's uh, feeding the poor. It's uh, transportation. It's the economy is crashing. And all this, uh, there are uh, unemployment all over the country. We have to handle all those situations. So there are no anti-mask protests over here. There's no Earth is flat conspiracies over here.
0: No, that that's good. I mean, um, I, it, it seems here, and I don't know if it's because it's the West, you know, the Western world or whatever, but a lot of people... And I know it's like that in the States and, and it is like that here as well. It's they're giving up. They feel like the government is taking away their rights, right? They're, yeah. You know, I have a right not to wear a mask or I have a right to do this or to do that. Or I have a right to go into a bar or, a you know, a restaurant or whatever. And and when the government, you know, imposes lockdowns, they feel like they've taken away their rights instead of looking at it that they're protecting you know the the citizens of this country they look at it as they're taking something away from them which i totally don't agree with
1: yeah totally like uh they they feel oppressed for whatever government makes them do but they don't realize it's for their own good and their family's good
0: oh exactly um so like what 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 kind of numbers are are you seeing there um are, are there a lot of, of, of like, cases in, in, like, in ICUs? Are there a lot of, yes. you know, are, are are you guys as bad off as, as like, say, the states?
1: No, we were almost as bad just a month ago, just, I said, uh, after the festival. So all the ICUs were filled, and there were no, no beds left in the hospitals, and people had to be home treated uh, with, uh, uh, what do you call that, with uh, intravenous uh, bags that were kept in people's home in their bedrooms right so the situation was pretty bad back then but uh, now now the i think the cases have stabilized a little bit uh, people have uh, people have i mean they've been treated well uh, new cases are coming in but uh, they're not uh, as uh, as fast as they were before
0: so is it like, I see that you're north of Mumbai. Is is it worse in, like, Mumbai? Is that a bigger city? Is it worse there? Is it, you know, are you are you safer where you are? Or are your numbers better?
1: Yeah, definitely. Ahmedabad is uh, much, much safer and better than Mumbai because uh, Mumbai is, I think, uh, second most densely populated city in the world. So you can expect a large number of cases over there. Also, uh, there are much, uh, you know, labor class people living over there. So they don't tend to follow the rules or social distancing, or they don't wear masks. They roam in the masses. So over there, the situation is pretty bad, I would say.
0: Did did you find, like, we didn't see, we don't see a whole lot on the news um, from India. We see a little bit. But one of the things that we did see was um, on the news, it showed that with, with with all the lockdowns in the major cities like mumbai that people were forced to leave the cities and go back to whatever you know smaller communities they they came from before because there was no jobs and they just couldn't afford to to, to eat so did you find were a lot of people sort of coming back to where you are from the bigger cities once the lockdown started
1: it's actually uh, the laborers who who do the uh, jobs of uh... Lifting the materials or doing construction works for contractors these people they come from small villages and uh, do these kinds of job for uh, On daily on daily basis me uh, just like they get paid on daily work. So uh, When they stopped getting any work They couldn't afford to live in the city because the food food and the bills they couldn't pay over here so they went back to the villages where they can uh, you know, like uh, take the food from the crops or make grow them own. So when the lockdown uh, uh, it eased down a little bit, they came they came back to the city and uh, they tried to find new jobs and some of them did, and I think that's good for the good for them. But they've been they're starting to like they're starting to break the laws of uh, wearing the mask or social distancing. So when when it's double edged sword like.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I I like I'm retired and and I, you know, my my girlfriend and I we live together and and we're both retired and and we get, you know, we we both have good pensions. So when our lockdown started here, financially, you know, we weren't impacted at all. Our pensions keep keep going. There there was no impact to us financially. So and and because we don't work, we're retired, you know we didn't have to worry about am i still going to have a job tomorrow am i going to get laid off mm-hmm. or any of those sorts of things so there's a lot of a lot of things that this pandemic has done to people that i don't understand firsthand because i've i've been fortunate enough not to have to deal with those things um, yes. so how were you impacted work-wise? Um,
1: i'm did, i'm a student uh, in a second year bachelor degree so i actually started working during this lockdown in a pharmacy as a data entry job so I, this was my first right. job during the lockdown and as for other people i think the work from home really worked for them uh, the it jobs and uh, those non labor jobs were doing well from work from for work from home but uh, i think uh, the major hit got to the laborers who constitute uh, Vast, uh, which considered a a major percentage of uh, Indian population who are uneducated and uh, can't do skilled jobs. They were unable to pay pay for their own food. And so they had to go back to the villages, which is really unfortunate for them.
0: Oh, no, for sure. I mean, you know, if, if, because I'm sure once they leave the city and, and go back to the village, it's not like, you're going to show up at the village and have jobs there so i think either way they still don't have a job I, I guess the the only benefit is they're with family and and you know they might get some help that way but it's it's not like they're going from one place and then getting a job in another place
1: yeah true in the villages they at least have some kind of safety like they'll be able to fill their stomach at least for their kids and wives so that at least they can survive uh, in the city they wouldn't be able to afford food without daily payment
0: right so um at university do you, is it online classes for you do you stay home and do online or, or yeah. can you still go to school
1: no it's online there were some resolutions for starting the universities early but uh, students revolted parents also said not uh, advised not to do so so the government had to eventually oblige to them.
0: And how is that? How has that worked out so far? Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, it's still uh, it's still online online exams and online study all only. But uh, they're they're thinking of starting universities in late March after the vaccines have been administered.
0: So where are you guys with the vaccines? Um, ha- have you started rolling out the vaccines already?
1: Uh, Actually, today only there are dry runs for vaccines. Like they're going to test all the uh, logistics and all centers of vaccines. But the vaccine hasn't, I think, reached uh, here year only. Uh, the Oxford vaccine has been pre-ordered by the government. Uh, I think like 20 million doses or something. But uh, mm-hmm. they are yet to be reached and administered. Actually, the Oxford vaccine is preferred over here rather than Pfizer one because Pfizer requires a negative twenty degrees Celsius storage.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's been a problem here too to get it. Like, like Canada is is not like the states either. Like, we're a much smaller population, but we're a uh, you know geographically we're a large country too. So, our, like our northern communities are very small. Some are just a few hundred people. And, and some of them you have to fly in, you can't even drive there. So the logistics of getting that Pfizer yeah. um, out, you know, to those people, it just, it just won't happen. So they have like Moderna was, was um, approved yeah. uh, last week, I think. So and, and Moderna, you know, it still has to be kept cold, but not yes. nearly as bad. So, so at least they can reach those those other yeah. communities. Uh, so right now, those are the only two that we have is, is is Pfizer and Moderna. Yeah,
1: that's why we had to go with Oxford vaccine because it would not be feasible to develop cold storage systems for 2 million doses, uh, 2 billion doses, sorry, for the population over here. So for the Oxford vaccine, you only need uh, 2 to 8 degrees Celsius or something. So you can just put them in uh, like ice cream trucks also.
0: Right. Is it one shot or two
1: shots? No, it is also two shots, just like Moderna and uh, Pfizer.
0: So are, are, are there any people over there? Like I know here there's, you know, some people just won't take it. Some people um, are anti-vaxxers. They just yeah. will not take the vaccine. Um, no. I don't know what the percentage would be, no. but there's definitely people here who just won't take it.
1: I don't think there's anyone like this over here. Like we've not seen anyone protest like that. Anti-vaxxers, they call them, you no, know? because uh, people here you, you usually believe in doctors. What they say, they just blindly believe them. Okay. If the doctor says to take this medicine, we will take that. We won't say like, uh, is uh, this is a Russian hoax or something?
0: See, that's really encouraging to hear that because, you know, in North America, and I'm sure you know, Europe is the same. It, it, it's so much people that don't believe in the science of this. They just, you know, like you say, they think it's a hoax or, you know, I just don't believe this or it's not as bad or whatever. They just don't believe what they're being told by the scientists and the doctors. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it's, it's just encouraging to hear, you know, that there's a place where they actually just believe it and don't question it. Like that, that's very reassuring to me.
1: I think the anti-vaccine thing stems from that uh, when people get like uh, surface level knowledge from a couple of google searches that uh, vaccine has this side effect but they but they don't the, they don't uh, tend to research well that how how it comes to be and how how that uh, side effect how, how much how much that side effect actually uh, is and they just go out of surface level knowledge and uh, draw conclusions from that
0: yeah. And, and I mean, that's another thing here. We, we have a lot of people who say I'll take it, but I don't want to take it right away. Um, yeah. I, you know, I want to wait. And, and, and for me, I like, I'm, I'm 60 years old. So I'm under 65. I have no under, uh, underlying health conditions. So I probably won't get it till probably the bottom 20% in this country is mm-hmm. by the time it hits me. Um, I don't expect to get vaccinated till maybe late summer, early fall next year. And that's fine. Um, Cause I know that, by the time I get it, if there were any issues, they'll have a lot of time to, to to you know sort it out and and fix whatever, you know, adjust whatever. So I have no problem. The day that they come to me or or however they're gonna do it, send me an email or phone me or whatever they do and say, okay, you go get your vaccine, you know tomorrow, I'm there. I'm ready. I'll, I'll go Obviously. get it. I have no no issues. Obviously, same for me, like
1: uh, i'm I'm really excited to get the vaccine and finally, get uh, uh, get freedom from this pandemic and all because the vaccine is the only solution right uh, uh, if no if everyone is safe then only we can like go out and merge with other people if even uh, 5% of population doesn't take the vaccine i think it could be harmful in the
0: long run well i yeah i i mean i i think at least for here anyway, because of the the anti-vax, you know, people, I think we're still going to have a certain percentage that won't take it. So there will be, and hopefully it's going to be a small percentage, but there will be a percentage of people who will not be vaccinated when this is done. And I guess it's, it's kind of like, hopefully it's a small enough number that they can still achieve herd immunity because you know from what i hear herd immunity you know they're they're saying now it's like 85% or something so as long as we can get that number yeah. and then those will i mean if they if they want to risk not being vaccinated i guess that's their choice but hopefully it'll be a small enough number that it doesn't affect the rest of us
1: yes definitely the this vaccine from what i heard uh, i don't uh, from what i heard it doesn't give lifelong immunity it's actually 30 to 40 years only. So if uh, it strikes back again after that, you know, after those many years, we we would have to develop a new vaccine also.
0: Well, and, and you know what, that's actually because we haven't really heard much here. The only thing that I've heard really is um, that it, it it stops you from getting sick, but it doesn't stop you from getting the virus or... Uh, giving it to somebody, you can still give it to somebody even after you've had the vaccine. At least that's what they're saying now. They're not, it it sounds like they're still trying to figure that stuff out. But, you know, another thing we don't know is, you know, is this going to be like other vaccines where you get it once and you're done? Or do you have to get it every year or every so many years? Like how long? We don't know those things. And, you know, hopefully it's not every year, but if it is yes. you know we'll we'll have to do that but we just don't have enough information yet
1: uh, also this is the first kind of mrna vaccine i think that is developed uh, because before that only you know inactivated viruses were given as vaccines or uh, protein segments were given as vaccines i think this is first time mrna is given as vaccine.
0: How bad have your, how, how have your lockdowns been? Like, how, how tight do they lock things down? Have you had, like, what was your first wave like? Was it, was it easier than, like, we're in our second wave right now. And for us, the second wave is so much worse than the first. Like, yeah. our lockdowns are so much tighter. Um, mm-hmm. Our numbers are just skyrocketing compared to our first wave.
1: Yeah, same thing here. Uh, when the lockdown started, everything was shut down. Immediately within a day there were there was no gradient like first this then that it were everything was shut down on the same day And it continued for two to three months only essentials like milk bread medicines those stores were open and uh, after that the government started uh, This unlock program so they would gradually open some stores like they would open provision stores and then uh, restaurants were eventually open uh, right now pretty much everything everything is open for public except for uh, like after 9 pm or 10 p.m the restaurants are closed and uh, uh, the public is not allowed to go out at night until morning 6 a.m or something
0: and and did that long like did, did that make a big difference like do you find your numbers now aren't aren't so bad because they did that big long lockdown
1: yes definitely if uh if it were not for that lockdown i think we would have been much worse because uh, the people uh, people stayed at their home for two three hours happily they didn't have any issue because we usually uh, live in families of uh of four uh, many of them live in joint families which is like 10 to 16 people live together so we had no issues living in our own homes we had many people to interact with and also we had our, our gadgets and everything so mm-hmm. people didn't really like object uh, this uh, stay at home thing and uh, after that uh, the government uh, uh, saw that the economy needs to be opened again and restaurants and uh, all the other essential stores were also opened uh, in like uh, July or in after the late
0: July? I think a lot of people would probably disagree with me over here when I say, I think you guys did it the right way. I mean, I, I think it was, uh, you know, to me it made sense. If you're going to lock down, just lock everything down that you can and do it for a long enough time that, you, you, you know, you can be confident that whatever virus was out there, you basically... Controlled, and you flattened your curve enough that when you do open things up again, you're not opening them up too soon. And and as you lock the things down, you locked enough things down that it did flatten the curve. There wasn't little okay. Well, we'll allow this to open, or we'll allow this mm-hmm. to open, and then you just keep the numbers going anyway. It sounds like you guys really, really took this head on, and and just said, look, we need to we need to fix this, and you did. Like, I I don't know. I think he, it sounds to me like you guys did, did a really good job. Yeah.
1: But also after that, uh, when we were hit with second wave, it was uh, pretty hard. Like, uh, the cases skyrocketed like anything. And uh, the situation was pretty bad, actually. And when uh, the stores opened, like everything opened in one go, people started flocking the stores and uh, the malls were also open so then the government realized that this is not the right way and uh, after that they again shut down uh, 50% of uh, 50% of the all the public stores and everything so eventually they had to back off
0: yeah and and i mean like our our second wave um like for us the first wave was was basically march and and they locked us down in march but you know, you could still, you know, the restaurants were, were, were closed. It wasn't like a stay-at-home order. You could go to the store. You could you could go out, you know, for a walk or whatever. You, you know, you, we weren't locked down in, a, in, in our homes or anything. But it was, it was you know, um, a decent lockdown. And then when summer hit, you know, it was warm enough that we were able to, um, I could see my kids, but social distanced. Right. So I could yep. I could go for a bike ride with my son, but we, we just didn't get too close. Or, you know, you were you could see people, you know, in a big yard and stay, you know, 10, 12 feet away from each other. And, you know, so that was nice because we were outside. The weather was warm. We could see people. But now we're in winter and, and we can't do that because it's too cold. And, and the lockdown that we're in now, because our numbers our numbers are way way worse than they were like the second wave really hit us hard so basically that you know our, our lockdown right now um where it's called code red is is what we're in right now and you can't have visitors in your home um you can't go uh, even outside, you can't sit outside in your in your yard like some people thought. Oh well, we'll just you know build a bonfire and go sit outside and visit. Well, you can't do that. If you get caught doing that, you'll get fined. Um, you you can't go to a store now. And you can only buy essential items that are on this essential item list. So if you go into a uh, you know a large store and you try to – you can't even see the stuff because it's wrapped in plastic. So all the other shelves with all the stuff that isn't essential is wrapped up that you can't even see it. You can buy it um, curbside yeah. shopping or you can buy it online, but you can't go in the store and pick it up because they don't want you um, – Shopping, like milling around the store and stuff. So, so yes. yeah. Right now, the lockdown we're in now is way worse than the first one. Or like this, mm. and and the second wave has been a lot harder.
1: Uh, but I think uh, this was this uh, this was necessary for you guys because uh, if it were if it were not for these measures, uh, it would have gone way worse for you. Because oh uh, yeah,
0: you oh know. I, oh no, for sure. Like I, you know, like I said, some people, and I think. I think here a lot of people were because we didn't know as much they they were more afraid in the first wave so I think a lot of the the you know people who are against the lockdowns and stuff that didn't really come out in a lot of people till the second wave in the first wave they they went along with it it's okay well we have to do you know whatever they were okay with it but then the second wave came and they started thinking I've lost too much. These stores are closed too much. They're, you're, you know, And that's when it seemed to be the second um, lockdown brought out more, uh, you know, more people protesting the lockdowns, um, more people, you know, not wearing the masks, more people, you know, just just saying, forget it. Like, I, I just don't care. I, I don't know if it was, you know, the, 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 they call it whatever COVID, whatever you're uh-huh. tired of it, fatigue, COVID fatigue. Yeah. I don't know if that had much to do with it, but it just seemed people here, when the second wave hit like this winter and fall, they, they, they their attitudes were a lot worse than the first one.
1: Yeah, I can relate to that because you're uh, also eventually people were very fearful when the lockdown started. They won't go out much and all. But uh, after the second, second wave hit, and they were like, uh, just uh, leave it, man. My, uh, we should like go out, meet other people what we gonna do staying at home all day and uh, today <laughs> people are meeting up in restaurants there are social gatherings all around the marriages of marriages occurring with 100 or 150 attendees and all this the police are not really concerned and the, uh, the fear factor from uh, the general public has been removed and that's really what would uh harm us when uh, the cases will increase again then people would uh, they don't take precautions as as much as seriously as before because uh, they see uh, they see that the people who uh, when uh, uh wait a minute. they see that uh, patients are being treated fairly and they are getting released from the hospital quickly so they are not scared of dying or anything because mostly mortality rate is in 70 and above. So the young population, they're they're not really taking any precautions or uh, steps to avoid the infections. They're like, uh, (laughs) they stand against the COVID virus like you you won't be able to touch me or something. They're like fearless heroes or
0: something. Oh no, it's the same here. Like the the young people think um, either they think they won't get it, or they think, if I get it, I'm not going to really be sick, right? Because there's a lot of people that get it, and they're asymptomatic, or, you know, there's a lot of cases, oh, I lost my sense of smell, or, or you know what I mean? Like A lot of, a lot of the people that do get it, they, they don't get very sick, and that's what these young people here think, too. Either it doesn't affect me because I'm not going to get it, and if I do, it's not going to be bad. So whatever. But they're not thinking about the people that they can pass this on to, and that's yeah. the, that's that's the scary part. Is they don't either they don't realize it or they don't haven't thought of it. Is if they do get it and go home and give it to their parents or or their grandparents or you know what I mean they they're just mm-hmm. they're just spreading it and not knowing. Um, yes. You know they don't look at that side of it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's why it's uh,
1: it's able to spread so much because people who think they uh, they can't get ill from this disease, they eventually infect others who had no ill intent in this. They were just staying home, but their sons and their grandkids, they did this to them.
0: So do you um do you know anybody who has gotten COVID?
1: Yeah, actually. My dad is uh, a healthcare worker, so he got it a couple of, uh, I think, three months back. Back then, there were not much cases, so the treatment was fairly quick. And along with him, three doctors were also infected. So uh, I think he he stayed in quarantine for two weeks, and then he got to go home. And everything was good as before.
0: Oh, he's okay then?
1: Yeah, he's perfectly fine. Yeah. Oh, that's good.
0: Good. No, i'm uh, when, glad to hear that yeah
1: when we got infected there were not many much people they were they were admitted in the hospital right uh, not much infections going on so we were fairly scared because we saw that uh, many people are dying because of this and uh, uh there was a sense of terror in our family what was going to happen but uh, it was not as much as painful as uh, sought out to be and uh, yeah my father got out of it fairly good
0: well, no, for sure i mean that that would be scary knowing that your dad is is at risk and and i mean and and he's doing he's doing his job right i mean he's yeah. Um, he's a hero, right? I mean, what he's doing is, is, is he's really doing something good for everybody. And, but at the same time, you you know that he's putting himself at risk to do this. So that has to be scary. And I'm sure for him, it was just as scary knowing, what if I bring something home to my family? I'm sure that had to be hard for him.
1: But uh, we, we took a lot of precautionary steps, like uh, whenever he would get home, after his day at hospital he would uh, he would not touch anything anything they would he would bring home like food or milk he would put it aside and we would not touch it for another 4 or 5 hours he would instantly go for a bath so luckily none right. of us were infected only my dad yeah
0: oh no that that's that's good um but yeah you know i i, I think that's great that that your dad so did he go back to the hospital now like after yeah. he recovered
1: yes definitely is yeah. there, uh, working uh, right now also is our hospital only
0: see that's that's something I, you know he, he you know he he you should be proud of your dad because he's doing something very good for and and it, it, those are the people that we have to thank that that are looking after us through this and they're putting themselves at risk and and still you know even after they get the disease they still come back and and, and still help Yes, You know, that's, and, uh, that's something. Yeah,
1: and government actually provided the grant for the treatment, which was really nice. Otherwise, the bill would have been pretty large because the uh, COVID treatment here is really expensive than uh, er- ev- and everywhere else because there's scarcity of beds, so they have to hike up the prices.
0: Okay, so that's something I hadn't even thought of uh, even talking about was um, healthcare cost because i mean for us we have free health care basically it's 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 public health care so if 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 i were to get covid i don't have to worry about paying a bill i go they they take care of me i go home i'm done like they i don't get a bill they don't send you a bill you know um And I guess for us, you know, we take that for granted, knowing that we don't have to worry about those things. And, you know, we don't realize that there's other parts of the world where you have to pay for that care.
1: And I think everywhere the situation would be same, like the prices for COVID treatment would obviously be higher than any other because it's a first priority and the beds are also less so if uh, every anyone and everyone can get them, uh, there would be not much space. But also, its if system is flawed. Like it prefers the riches. It's not much preferable. Also, but what else can be done? The hospitals profit off of this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and I'm glad to you know I'm glad to hear that your dad you know you know was okay and it, and it's. <sighs> You'd like to think that, yeah, I mean, the government would make sure that the healthcare workers that do contract the disease while they're trying to, you know, save people shouldn't have to worry about how to pay for it. I mean, so, you know, I mean, that's good.
1: He works in pathology department, so he has to deal with blood samples and all. And he never comes in direct contact with patients, even though he contracted it from outside sources or something. So it goes out to show that... uh, the precautions were uh, precautions are really necessary. Even if you, even if if two folds contact, like you, know if you don't directly, if you de- uh, don't directly speak to or contact to a infected person, then even you can get infected by the virus because uh, the things they touch because of uh, the uh,
0: aerosols in the
1: air, everything.
0: So what, um. What do you think the future holds for, for your country with the virus? Like how long do you think it's going to be till you guys are are, are finished with it? Um, how long do you think it'll be before, you you know, life gets back to normal for, for India?
1: I think it would be around June or April 21, because the vaccines will be rolling out in mid-January, as they're expecting. And uh, once the ex- uh, vaccines will be administered to entire population, I think we'd be back on track, and uh, with this big economic crash, I think it's uh, really necessary to deliver this vaccine faster and effectively.
0: Well, India has—they're uh, one of the largest manufacturers of vaccines, correct? Like that—that's what yeah. I've read. Yeah, uh, they're actually
1: manufacturing the Oxford vaccine in a plant over here only.
0: Oh, that's good. I mean, yeah. that's—I mean—that's one thing that we don't have here in Canada, is. Uh, manufacturing so we we have to have ours all come in from I guess we're I mean it's all coming from the states right now. Um, yeah. but yeah, we don't at least for now we don't have any manufacturing um, in the country. We did at one point but with changes in government, one government you know had it. Shut it down f- to save money, and then now that we're you know needing it, it's gone. So they're going to have to re, you know, restart, you know, the, the manufacturing facilities. They're going to have to redo them. So in the future, they're hoping that we'll have some facilities in case you know. Because I mean, yeah, this this Obvious. could happen again, right?
1: Obvious countries are going to build infrastructures for um, coming. Uh, coming diseases and for new virus strains so that they can effectively control them uh, they're going to develop vaccine centers and jo- so uh, just so to prevent this from happening again like you don't want another another covid pandemic
0: is how is it for travel in in india do, has that all been like do you have to stay in in like your region or like for here we we have provinces and yeah. and there's some, you know, sort of lockdowns where you're not allowed to go to one province to another unless you, you know, self-isolate for two weeks once you get there. So there's certain rules traveling around the country even that we can't or, yeah. or we have to be, you know. Uh, the
1: This quarantine regulations were held a couple of months back that when you travel from one state to another, you have to self-quarantine for a certain amount of time. But uh, these have been lifted just lifted just a couple of weeks ago. So you can now go to any part of the India without worrying anything. Like you just go there and you can go to any public restaurant right away. You don't have to quarantine or self isolate or anything.
0: Okay. So do you do you get a lot of um? Is there a lot of foreign people coming in to India or has that all been locked down too? No. There are not much foreign
1: peoples coming over here, uh, just uh, the uh, those who migrated from India to outer countries, some of them are coming back like students from Canada and US, they are coming back to their families because uh, currently there's, uh, the studies are going on in online mode, so they can come visit their family cause, uh, once in a while, so yeah some of them are coming back but not in much number I don't think.
0: Right. Right. So as long as you're an Indian citizen, you can come into the country for either visit or come back home or whatever. But because uh, I know like with us, we um, like we border, you know, the states uh, and and literally the border has been closed between us and, and the United States since March. And and the only thing that you're allowed is, is you know, um, trucks with goods can cross and and that's about it, really. Um, so you can't. And it used to be, you know, uh, it was quite common to just drive across the border into the into the United States and shop or or you know whatever. Well, now it's 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 been closed, and and they just keep extending it. So I think, you know, we've we were extended probably till I don't know, probably February now, end of end of January, February, and then they'll just extend it again because. Their numbers are pretty bad right now, so it's sort of in both our interests to keep it closed. And then <clears throat> with with that new strain, uh, I don't know if you've heard about that new strain that showed right. up in the UK. Yeah. Well, we've shut down any any travel from the UK has been shut down here for for about a week now. Yeah. So you, you, I, I guess there's right. no flights coming in from the UK or any yeah. of that stuff. So we do lock our borders down as best we can i guess uh, uh, same thing here like uh,
1: the most immigrants who are not residents of Ind- uh, residents of india they are uh, quarantined for 2 or 3 weeks uh, in according to their necessity and the uh, proper testing are done like uh, rapid testing for covid and uh, after that only are they admissible uh, uh, out of the airport until then they are uh, kept in the airport lounge until the test results come and uh, uh, for the new strain uh, it is said that uh, the vaccine vaccine manufacturer would not be affected because uh, it uh, it is uh, equally effective for the previous strain and this strain so I don't think uh, there is much to worry about the new strain except for the new infections and uh, I don't yeah that's all I think I don't know much about it though.
0: Yeah, all, I mean, all I've heard is is that it it basically has a much higher infection rate. So so it, it can be Like I think one was, it had a seventy percent higher um, infection rate than than the previous one, but you know they said that the, the 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 symptoms weren't any worse um the 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 vaccines should you know should be okay with this with this strain as well so really it's just it just spreads faster it sounds like
1: yeah yeah uh that uh, that seems like it because uh its uh, infection capability has uh, significantly increased as you said 70% it might be because uh, it uh, it has It is prevailing in in the uh, immunological cells more. That's what I have heard from the articles. Uh, That's why it might be spreading more infections than the previous strain.
0: So what what do you take in university? What are you taking in school? I'm a pharmacy student. Uh, uh, I'm in the third year of uh, Bachelor of Pharmacy. Ah, okay. So then you would you would have a good understanding of of all of this yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Like all Practicing of the you know the, the yeah yeah. Well, no, that's interesting. Um, I I try to keep up to update with uh, all the vaccine research and development things. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think you'll you'll get into that? like once you're finished schooled uh, do you have any interest of 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 working on that sort of stuff or no i
1: i like more of the management of pharmacy side i I don't like the i i not to say i don't like but uh, i'm more interested in management side than the research and development side of new medicines and vaccines right yeah but uh, I, i try to keep in loop with uh all that's related to pharmacy, obviously.
0: So, do you do you live at home with your parents, or or like are they in the same city you go to school in, or? Uh,
1: yeah, my school is in the same city, but uh, during the school we live in a PG, which is like paying guest. Uh, we four friends live in the same house, which is near the college. But uh, right now I'm staying with my parents only.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, I'm sure you would miss seeing them if you couldn't. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we've not met for a long time because uh, they live in different cities uh, uh, from uh, different states and all that. So we are not able to meet for like past 10 months. So like we are really missing them.
0: Well, that must have been hard.
1: Yeah. And uh, those who live in the same city also, uh, we all live together in the same PG, which is like paying guests one apartment. So like it's uh, good over here.
0: You think you think we're all going to come out of this okay? You think you think we're going to be fine? Yeah. What do you it, think?
1: We think when the with the end part of this pandemic, we're almost done with it. We just have to bear it a little longer and uh, do what we all can do with wearing masks and uh, social distancing and all that. It will not take too much long. Just two three months more, we have to hold off it.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, to me, um you know it's for me it's just getting through the winter and then once once spring is here we can get you know outside even though we still have to wear you know do social distancing and still have to wear the mask and stuff but at least i can see the end you know i can see the light at the end of the tunnel um, yes. i know it's coming i can see it so um but yeah you're right i i think i think we just have to kind of keep our heads down and and just keep doing what we're doing and, and and it'll be over before we know it. Yes, definitely. Uh, we just... I don't
1: think it will take uh, too much long for entire population to be vaccinated. I think by April, because uh, right now, 2 million doses have already been administered to the US and UK population. So for the mass vaccination, I don't think it will take more than four or five months. So... I would say we are almost there.
0: I agree. Well, thanks for sharing, Tirth, and stay safe. Thank you for
1: having me. Bye.